All right, welcome back. Whoa, hey! I'm, I'm in my uh, I'm in my logic garb. No, I know. I got my flannel the, back the, and then my the, black. The hat. comments load. That guy who called you logic the first time, he's he's gonna have a field day. We're gonna we're gonna embrace it. You know, I, we'll I take all the views in the world. I, I, I heard like cyberbullying works, but if it doesn't work in this case, I think cyberbullying's on fraud watch. But um, it's a special episode, Sam. Why? Why is that? We have our first guest, Jakey. Jacob. How we doing? How we doing? Jakey, Jakey Locks, Obed, whatever you want to call me. Yes. Yeah. Hey, happy to have you on the pod. Is your full name Jake or Jacob? It's 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 Jacob. Unfortunately. Wow. I've never heard anybody call you that. Now you know. Now you know. Do your parents call you that? Uh, when I'm in trouble. All right. Oh, well, right, all right. right. So we, we got we got Jakey on. For those of you who don't know, Jakey and I live together. Um, but he, he's been wanting to be a, a guest in the pod. And, you know, we wanted to reserve that special it's honor for him. A long list of uh, aspiring guests. Uh, no, we, we had to bump him up the waiting list. Uh, I, I was hounding Sam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> for months. He's for looking months. right in the camera. <laughs> no, he's, he's a natural. No, he's a, listen, this, he was born to do this. But what are, we, what are we talking about today? Actually, I think I'm supposed yeah, to be giving us a it. film. So there's a whole lot we're going to talk about. Um, Obviously, we, we got a guest, and so it'll be nice to have three people weighing in on some of these topics, but more or less the usual. We'll talk a little bit of business. We'll talk a little bit about sports. Uh, you know, obviously, there's a lot of news in the NFL now. OBJ is a Ram. Cam Newton's back home. Um, you we know, some, some stories to follow up on with our uh, our, our rambunctious the, ladies in France. In the, the hitmen. Um, and then we, we, we're going to talk a little bit about name, image, likeness uh, in the NCAA as a whole, and then we'll talk a little bit about um, the committee. Or so for the the playoffs, you might even get a, a live reading coming out tonight. Yep, coming out tonight. But I guess um, just to start, Obed. So um, I, I just I'm going to be the first one to announce that um, you know I won my fantasy matchup last weekend by uh, a point. Um, and so I've been trying to explain to Noah what our fantasy um, league is all about. But I figured that would be better served for you. Yeah. So why don't why don't you give us a rundown on what's wanna, different about I our league? I want to hear about all these all these whack ass rules you got. Throw throw it throw it down. So. Uh, essentially, Sam and I roommates, we live in a six-bedroom apartment. We have this sketchy, sketchy mini-mart across the street. Uh, and we decided to last. We weren't going to do a big buy-in. We're all in other leagues. We all got buy-ins in other leagues. We wanted it to be... What like, was the buy-in, though? We have 10 bucks. Oh, okay. That's not Winner bad. takes all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we wanted the last place punishment to just be as, as bad as it gets. Um, so have you heard like the Waffle House 24 hour challenge? Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. So ours is a bit of a take on that. It's an eight hour, uh, excursion in the van mini mart across the street. Is it, is it, is it like a, is van is in the name? Van's the name. Yeah. So it's like, is it van's mini mart or is it just, no, just van. I don't know what it stands for or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's better that way. But if you go in there, I mean, I think maybe we, we touched on it before. I, maybe I'd mentioned it to you, no off the pot, but there's just nothing in there. I mean, I don't remember the last time I was like in there, but I know there's just like nothing in there. Nothing that you would ever want to go to a mini mart for. Would you go to this one for, I mean, they have like Gatorade, I think they they weirdly do have like one of like half of the things that you need. Like if you need <laughs> yeah. something, you can go there. Yeah, they may have it, but they're only gonna have. One. Yeah, yeah. Like you're getting the last thing. But there's plenty of uh, lottery tickets. Plenty of lottery yeah. tickets. So so the catch here in the Waffle House, it's like if you eat every waffle you eat, you deduct an hour from that twenty four hours. With us, it's a big lottery ticket area. I guess this is coming from. Uh, 
a wild local, but we don't know how reliable the source is. <laughs> a wild but, local. But apparently, <laughs> apparently. Is that, is that Can Man? This is Can we'll Man. have to talk about Can Man, too. Can we'll Man. circle back. Guys watch. like that are, are often the most reliable. We'll, we'll circle back to him. Well, this this Van Mini Mart is apparently the like number one ranked lottery ticket hold of winners, like winning lottery tickets. Wow. Um, and we're giving it free press. Free press. So, so Van Mini Mart. Uh, Our street. street is like weirdly popping too, honestly. There's a lot going on. It's always, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but so every $20 you win on scratch tickets, it deducts an hour from that eight-hour period. Um, so we've already discussed. I mean, I think Sam's Sam's ready to bite the bullet if he goes in there. You're just going to sit there? Oh, I'm going to sit there for eight hours. I'm not, I'm, I'm not buying I'm, a single yeah. scratcher. I'm going in with $300 cash. Buy what is it? Two Every 20 bucks gets you one hour. hour? Oh, wow. So you have to win a lot of money. You know. But you could walk out of there in a better position than everybody else. You could walk out of there in like an hour up 150 bucks. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. I've done some practice. I think I've probably spent like 40, 50 bucks in practice, and I've won an accumulated $15. So So, so is the place you, you guys buy into the good luck or no? What do you mean? About the Van Mini Mart. Is it actually the place to... to uh, I mean, I don't know. Scratching? Winning 40 to 50 bucks and winning 15, that's not terrible. I mean... You know? It's not <laughs> terrible. I'm, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's lucky if I go there. Right now, I'm on a three-game losing streak. I'm so likely ending up... Here's my question. Do you go in there, do you buy dollar scratchers, or are you maybe buying three or four or $15 ones swinging for the fences? I think you got to come up with a strategy before you walk in. you got to say, you know, I'm going to buy X, about, uh, X amount of these, X amount of those. I think you have to vary it because if you didn't, like you'd be roulette. like, yeah, if, like let's say you go in and you're like, well, I'm just going to buy 30 $10 ones. In Obed's case, bringing in 300 bucks. You strike out on all those, you're probably gonna be like, "Fuck! I should have bought a twenty, or I should have bought a, a one-er." I you already know? got my got my arsenal plan. Yeah, I'm gonna go in three different increments of a hundred dollars each. We got three twenties, two tens. That brings me to eighty. We'll go three fives, get up to ninety-five. Five ones, easy. How are you gonna space them out in time? I'm just gonna, you're gonna go do it get all, all up front. Those at once. And what? And then if you strike, you don't want to space them out. Maybe like save the pain. No, I just want it. I want to rip it off. All right. It's, it's going to be a long day. I'm that hoping to get out of there. Literally 15 minutes in, you could realize you're in there for the long haul. But actually, if you're <laughs> buying... be down long money. <laughs> but but if, you, if you buy... I mean, that's the thing is if you buy $300 worth, you're almost... So, I would hope you're almost certain to at least win 20 bucks, right? Like you should at least be able to knock off a couple yeah, hours. I would you're, hope. You're yeah. hoping like 300 bucks should at minimum give you, give you 60 back. Yeah, 60 yeah. to 100, I'd, I'd yeah. So then you're down 240, and you're in there for five hours. Also, the catch is, too, you wake up and you go. Anything you eat or drink for that day has to be from that. Wow. <laughs> That's what is the, the other catch. You're going to get the last Twinkie, the last sole banana. Dude, I, I don't even no, know yeah, if they have, like, black. milk. The banana will be black. They have, um... You don't want dairy, any, like, products. We'll be in the house, and we're like, yo, should we go get it. eggs? And it's like... Does Van Minimar have eggs? And we all look at each other, and it's they like, did. yeah. <laughs> They'd hit you with, like, you know how sometimes eggs are, like, double yoked? Yeah, yeah, Every one of the Van Minimar would be double yoked. <laughs> they have, but, like, the um, 
the I don't know what you, if you guys had I'm sure you had breakfast at your schools like middle school and high school you know how they have like the um, cereals but they're like single oh, serving yeah, ones yeah, they yeah. have like a shit ton of those wow yeah you might just you're gonna be, be uh, you're gonna be surviving off of those I mean I'm in the camp I won't be there you know knock on whatever but you're I mean ba- not that I'm cocky I'm feeling yeah, confident I'm no I'm feeling confident this is why I'm feeling confident I know I said that I won my matchup by a point but that's like my fault no offense to my my matchup but I should have smoked them looking at who's on my bench if i even like cared to change my lineup i would have put up another 40 points are you kidding me i put up the most points in the league classic scenario i'm I'm, literally i'm on top of the league for the past three weeks i know jake's biting his tongue over there but i'm gonna say it because you're on fraud watch i'm on top of the world right now in the league i got the best team here's here's what i want to know because you're the commissioner of the league right yes yes sneaky commissioner made up all the rules nobody knows because i've never heard i've never heard (laughs) rules like this you got head coaches you got punters walk me through it so we so essentially we were like okay we have a six man league, this is gonna be super high scoring Pussies. like <laughs> we're just strictly a Harvard league. We got a six man. We were like all right this is gonna be a whack league like everybody's just gonna be nasty. There's like there's nothing. Special no, you gotta to get it. creative with mm-hmm. it. Um, and we have this crazy punishment. Let's just add insult to injury and make this an incredibly weird league. So we were super hungover one morning. I think it was all of us except for Sam and Charlie um, sitting on the couch just nursing a hangover. And I opened up my laptop and was like, oh, what if I added this? What if I added this? And we just started clicking. Like, you have a head coach. Head coach, if you win, you get seven points. If you lose, it subtracts five. But if you win by one to four, it adds an extra 10 on top of that 7. Well, if you lose by 1 to 4, it subtracts 10 on top of that minus 5. So it just, just beats oh, you down. Oh, it really piles it Beats you yeah. down if you lose the nail lose a close game. Yeah. That's kind of uh, same with a blowout, too. And then the punter. The punter is my favorite thing. Now I put up almost 50 points my punter this week. When there is nothing quite like it, Charlie and I had a game a few weeks ago. I was down 30 points. I had a punter on prime time. That's it. We were just watching punts. <laughs> okay. So you get you get like I think it's minus three on a touchback. You get like point one for every punt yard. Um, every punt inside the twenty is plus three. Every punt that's inside the ten is plus five. So it's a nail biter. Like you get one that hits the fifteen with some backspin. It's rolling there. Like you're just you're screaming. <laughs> one the first punt of the game, sixty-five yard nuke. Rolling towards the goal line, I'm screaming. Goes in the end zone, chuck in my face. Yeah, like, so there's nothing better than having the punter left on prime time. Luckily, he got me 45. You know, I took care of Chuck. So the punter is is now the most valuable. Oh valuable yeah, punters position. were going like punters. first round. Yeah, but we had we had punters going. I think QBs because there's two QBs. Oh yeah, so you um, want to stay at QBs two quick? QBs and there's some bonuses for like yard like 300 yard games, yeah, 400 yeah. yard games, stuff like that. QBs went early, and then it was like head coaches and punters went. I took I took the Chiefs head coach, I think, with my third-round pick because I was like, oh, Chiefs guaranteed at least 12, 13 wins. You know, they're going to put up a bunch of points. Fraud watch. Yeah, no. Damn it. Fraud, no, yeah, fraud. Terrible pick. Luckily, snagged a late-round Cardinals head coach, so that's been pretty good. Can you at least admit on the pod that you have a slight advantage? Maybe not anymore, but you had a slight advantage knowing the rules that you made up? No, no, because – the thing is, is that I didn't know what I was clicking. I was clicking random things. We were just like, oh, let's add this. Let's add this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. He I was thought in the zone. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my thing is I thought I did. And I don't know if you remember draft night, but 
everybody had like their whole draft thing, and I was like, okay, QBs are going to be like the secret to this draft. So I took Pat Mahomes first overall, and uh, that shook up the whole draft. And everyone like changed whatever they were going to do. Some people were taking punters, whatever. Everyone ended up taking QBs right away, and I thought QBs were the move. I don't think they were. Looking I back on it. I don't think they were. You know, my team would have. I'm happy with my team. I have no complaints. But I messed up taking Ben Roethlisberger since dropped He's him. A, since dropped him a while back for Tannehill, but um, I really just thought he was going to put up numbers. Can Can you tell the people what you did uh, week two with Ben Roethlisberger? What did I do? Started him over Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson went on to put <laughs> fifty points that <laughs> week. So. You know, Sam was definitely on fraud watch pretty early. Obed likes to say I don't have control of my locker room, but uh, let's just say sometimes you got to teach players lessons, you know? <laughs> um, but, you know, speaking of fantasy, ESPN changed their app, and it's ugly as fuck. I want to put that up. I hate there. it. It's, I hate it. What? They changed all this? the font. They changed the colors. I didn't even everything notice. Everything is, like, slightly different, but it's everything, so you notice. I think hmm. I may get used to it, but I hate it right now. I don't like it at all. So I don't know, I don't know why they did it. They don't change anything, but about, about, there's no functionality difference. It's just the colors and the font. Somebody had mentioned that it was different, but I like I'm, I guarantee I'm like never on there, so I just like didn't even notice. But it does it have a slight twang to it. But um, but Obed, so something uh, Noah had asked me about is apparently you're a ticket guru. Yeah, apparently around you're, these parts, you're, you're in the weeds of the Boston scalping scene. I, w- I want to know about it. You know, it's not so much the Boston scalping scene. It's just so I'm a coach. You know, I coach American Legion baseball. Coach um, Obed. Do they call you Coach Obed? A coach lot Jake? Of people, so it's it's more, I, I I say call me Obes, call me Coach Obes. You know, it's a nickname. It do, keeps do it you casual. Ever, mm-hmm. Do you ever get Coach O? Coach O, I don't. All right. You style after yourself after Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso? Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's just Movember, man. Oh, yeah. I do, <laughs> I do have my AFC Richmond jacket. Yeah. Two days after <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. Um, but I had, you know... A lot of great parents, a lot of great kids. Um, happen to have, you know, one of my one of my favorite former players. His dad, uh, you know, he, the guy just he's a winner at life. You know, this guy just he's doing well. Went. He he does well, and he's the man, the most generous. And guy when you say one of your former former athletes, just like an, an older person, like what age you coach in here? So I'm th- this is high school ball. I coach I coach college club ball right now. Over the summers, I coach like high schoolers and like into freshmen in college. This kid's only two years younger than me. Um, he had actually played on my team as a sophomore. He's from my hometown. He played on my high school team as a sophomore when I was a senior. Um, and then I ended up being his coach a couple years later in the summers. But his dad, again, does very well, has a lot of connections. Essentially, he knows some people in the Red Sox organization during the playoff run. All right. Um, they were, he, has, yeah, he has season tickets. He has two sets to the Sox. He has the Bs. He has access to to the seas a little bit. He can get Pat's tickets if he wants. Uh, but the Sox is, you know, he, 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 has his, he has his ways in there. And it was a good time to watch him this year. It was. It was a great playoff run. But he was, uh, he was always, like, getting pretty nice tickets before they would release them to the public at face value. Hooked me up on some deals. So, you know, I was just for a good two, three weeks during the playoff run was just dishing out. It was $200 tickets for, like, front row lodge box or front row pavilion box mm-hmm. seats. Wow. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I got to start coaching. I know. I start coaching. We, we got we to gotta make our way in there. Well, I think, well, no one I've been talking about buying a team, um, you know, hopefully. We don't know what league or what sport, but we'll get into it. Who is it about? Big Cat. Barcelona Big Cat. Is that the, the lacrosse team, team or something that they have? Rugby I think, team? I think they own... 
I don't know if it's a rugby team or like an Australian basketball team. I think it's Australian basketball, actually. Yeah. Breakers or mm. something. They own. They own a team, a foreign team. All right. There. Can't be that hard, can it? You guys could do it. No, I mean, I think we you, you pick an obscure country with a you know ba- every country small has a basketball market. league. Yes, yeah, small, small, small market, market league. Play money ball. After, <laughs> after, after tonight's pod, you guys, you know, you might be right up there with part of my team. No, that's true. No, I mean, this having a guest is having when you know guest, your pod yeah. is uh, on the, the up and ups. But um, you know, this time of year, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. What two weeks from now? Um, Which is crazy. You know, don't have much to say about it necessarily, but I did see Reese's, uh, because we are business pod, we have to talk about business every now and then. Reese's is dropping a pie-sized candy pie. Um, They only made 3,000 of them. They sold for like, I think they're selling them, uh, clearly I don't do any research, but I think they're selling them for like 300 each. So it's just a giant... Giant Reese's piece? Yes, yeah. They're selling them for 300 a piece. like a pizza, like a peanut butter and chocolate pizza. Basically, yeah. And they sold out in six minutes. Should have, wow. They should have made NFTs of it. I know. <laughs> di- di- digital ones. Any, but quick quick takes? My quick take there, would you guys freeze it? I'm a, I'm a frozen Reese's guy. I put my Reese's in wow, the Wow, that'd be pretty good. Do you guys freeze it? You think it'd be easy to cut? Um, I... I, I I can I can get behind that. I eat my Reese's like I raw dog them, you know, like warm. But oh, yeah, no. but I mean cold. I think I could get cold behind would that. Be phenomenal. Well, I, you ever have the bits in ice cream? Those are always real good. You oh, know, like the little M M&M and M things. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean, just just wanted to bring them up. They they sold out in six minutes. And they made like I, I want to say they made close to a mill quickly. Right, three thousand times three hundred. Here's my thing about Thanksgiving. Slightly change a topic, but why is Thanksgiving associated with football? Anybody have a good answer for me? I don't. I think it's because it's played during football season, and isn't Thanksgiving always like they play a lot of high school football on Thanksgiving? I think that's like it lines up. High school football. It's like the big, you always play like your your rivals. We always lost. We never won, and we were like, I mean, maybe I don't know this for sure, but we always felt we were significantly better than the rival, and we just could never muster up the excitement to win on Thanksgiving. Like, I remember we would, like, lose in the playoffs and, like... I mean, who the fuck wants to get up at, like, 7 a.m. on Thanksgiving? Well, well that's the thing, is, like, is, like, we play... Let's say the playoff games are in, like, towards the end of October. Yeah. There's, like, three weeks until the Thanksgiving game. And so you practice in the cold for three weeks with no games. You hate the cold. And I, oh, I was miserable the whole time. And then you show up to Thanksgiving, and this team like is hungry and ready to go, and you're (laughs) and you're and you're like defeated as could be. We we never won then, but um, no, I mean I don't know. It's you sit around, you eat food, you you drink good drink, you're with family, you you watch watch football. football. Yeah, I I mean I like it. Yeah, I like that it's part of the tradition. It's like football and college basketball. Oh, is there? Co- oh, yeah, there's college basketball Actually, no, on Thanksgiving time. No, no, there definitely is. I mean, it's, it started right now. There's definitely a Thanksgiving classic. Those kids don't go home. Yeah, they got them on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, I guess speaking about college um, athletes, I saw a stat today. Um, I sent it over to you, Noah. But basically, it's been 100 days or so since um, the name, image, likeness stuff um, passed or whatever. I don't even know how to describe it. But now, you know, college athletes can make money off their name, whatever. Noah and I were a year too late. Um, you know, we, we would have made a killing. I have to ask, you know, who would you assigned with? <laughs> if, if I could choose. Yeah. Who's, who's <laughs> off? Well, I mean, keep it realistic, but whose offers are you taking? Oh, geez. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm getting free oil changes and I'll, I'll, sh- I'll shout yeah, somebody good. out of my story. Um, I think I'd want like, I want like subs. Oh yeah, yeah, want, yeah, like always be able to go get like a steak and cheese mm. from like somewhere. They would have you like dancing on TikTok. Or, you know, oil <laughs> <is good. laughs> I want I want free gas. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that. Well, oh, yeah, free gas. That's a little unrealistic. I feel. Like. I was, you think free gas is unrealistic? I think that's. I think that's a little. Yeah, tough. yeah. You, you might be able to get like a gas discount. Like maybe okay, like yeah, fifteen yeah. cents a gallon off. That's I would. That's, that'd that be. That, kind of well, well that's, that's the bad. thing too. Gas is when, through the roof. like people were making a stink about it when these athletes like could do nil because everybody like people conflate. Like ath- like schools shouldn't pay athletes. Well, you know, whatever. They don't pay the athletes, but at least the very least they can go out and make money off their name the same yeah. way like a random music student can sell an album, right? Yeah. And so the numbers that I guess I'll get into in a second, like not and these people aren't making bank. You know what I mean? It's like little things like getting a, little, a sub here and there, a discount here and there. That's all, that's all that's you could ever all ask for. You could ask for. You know what I mean? So based on the numbers, there's been about 5,000 reported transactions um, the average transaction is over thirteen hundred, um, which I imagine is heavily skewed towards like the big earners. I mean, these kids in Miami are making like millions. Yeah, um, I saw uh, who is it? I think the Kentucky. The, I think I want. I'm pulling this out of my ass, but I think it's the Kentucky basketball team is being sponsored by some like law firm, and they just like have like a lot of players on their team. They just have their faces all over billboards on like Times Square. That's I mean, actually Coach, hilarious. Coach K is going to. He is the best guy to play for. I feel like now with this new rule, I oh, think yeah. he's got to be the best guy to play for. Well, I mean, I think what it is now, it's like before you pick a – I mean, I imagine um, – because I guess our experience is a little bit different, but you pick a school based on, you know, is the team good? Do you like the coach? Like, is it a solid academic program? But now I imagine you put into like, am I in a market now where I can make some money off my name? I do I do also think it affects recruiting to the, like the sense that you get, like, for example, just even football, basketball, like four or five star guys. They could go to Bama. They could go to like a, like a power five school and they could be like the, like, second, third most known, mm-hmm. maybe even lower at a school like that. Or they go to like a mid-major outside of the Power Five or like a lower Power Five team, be the best guy there. Be that guy. A ton of money. They can be a real-time man. sports athlete. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we're searching. Um, no, but that's a good point, though. I mean, I think like you kind of have to weigh – because I mean uh, – what's the odds like one percent less than one percent of people who play college football go into the pros like yeah. more likely than not you're not getting drafted anyway you may as well rack up like even if it's like 20 grand while you're in school like dude i would take 100 bucks a week oh, oh my god like, and a heartbeat i'd take you get, it you get drink money and food money yeah you get your money for your weekend that's it. all you got to do is uh <laughs> sh- shout a place not out you know? they're not even paying for school in the first place i know no, so literally I know. like their housing's already paid for yeah just money straight to the bank. The, the median transaction is $63. So that's probably more in the realistic range of that, what these like things are looking for. Per, okay, per transaction? Yeah, the median. So like the, the middle one. Okay. Like the average, I'm sure, is skewed by these like really big deals yeah, from like yeah, the, the yeah. bigger schools. But, um, you know, the, the transactions by type, 60% of them are social media posts. 12% is representation and disclosure, which I imagine is um, that similar Kentucky thing just being like, hey, that athlete like is sponsored by us or whatever 10% other uh 10% public appearances and then 4% camps and lessons camps and lessons on the hot seat they do not want you showing up to their camps they just want you to uh shout up their brand apparently no yeah they don't really? they don't want you teaching kids a thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's reserved for for guys like Jake like people who are really in the weeds learning the real skills other other hot seat D3 players. Actually, no, actually, I lied. Shout out to the D3 players. Hot seat D2 players. Let me tell you why. Division one players, on average, are making close to 700 bucks per transaction. Not bad. That's right? pretty good. Not bad at all. Division three players, 35 bucks. Okay. I'll take it, right? Dude, that's 35? not bad. That's not bad. Athlete, like, but you're going to take that. Hot seat 
D2 only making double the D3 guys. And I'm not to say there's any division supremacy. You know, pick whatever school you want to go to if you like Your it. The divisions don't matter. No, I'm not. A, but I'm just saying, if I'm a D... You know what it is? D2 school, like schools tend to be smaller. You but think you can get on this pod being a former <laughs> D1 athlete and you can rag on these, these D2 no, guys. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm, I'm team all divisions, but I'm just saying the hot seat's really the brands. They're not giving the D2 guys or the D3 guys, the, you know, the shine they deserve. Let's be real. Nobody cares about D2. No, no. no. It's either your D1 or your D3, D2. It's D3 and D2 are the same. You know, put it, you put them in the same. I mean, you can get athletic scholarships. Arguably, D3 schools might be a little bit more, um, at least from what I know, more recognizable because they tend to be more like the local, like, Matt, like I could More, name, they're like the academic. Yeah, so like, like locally, like the Nescacks. Yeah, like I could name most of the D three schools. I think in Massachusetts, I would be hard pressed to name any D twos. I know Assumption is one. Mayor Might stop Mac. there. Merrimack's D one now. Oh, they yeah. recently moved up. Yeah, which know. is a sneaky double edged sword for those athletes who, like last year, they're like, oh yeah, I was D two. Next year, you're D one. You're just like, maybe you get a little bit more money for your program. No, you're yeah. Gassing yourself up on your computer. <laughs> yeah, you you're going to gas up yeah, D2. Insta bio changes yeah, quick. You go, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you go from competing against like some normal looking people, all of a sudden it's like, oh God, this guy's like 6'4, 240. That, that's oh, like, yeah. um, what's the name of the school? It was in Boston. You might know it, um, Noah. It was, jeez, I don't know the name of it, but it got like bought by BU or something like that. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. It starts with a W. Are you talking Mount Ida? No. no. Mount Ida got bought by, by UMass. I think Whitlock. Whitlock, isn't Whitlock. it? Wheatlock. Wheatlock, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so all, all those uh, students basically got graduated with like a BU degree. Not to say Wheatlock's a bad school. I've, I know nothing about it, but I'm sure they're quick to flaunt the BU degree versus like... Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was Mount Ida. Got mm-hmm. to choose whichever UMass they wanted to go to. Oh, you were, going to, you were going to Mount Ida. You got bought out. You could choose whichever UMass you wanted to go to. You know, I was I was sneaky um, UMass Amherst supremacist, I would say. But I've just found out UMass Boston is in South Boston. So I imagine being a student down there is actually pretty fun. Would have to be a good time. Yeah, I imagine it's a pretty good they time. Just, I think it was. They just put up dorms. Years ago, they just put in housing. It used yeah. to just be a commuter school. <laughs> hot hot seat. Um. But I guess another – oh, actually, real, real quick about the compensation. Uh, 64% are football guys, 14% are men's basketball, close to 9% are women's basketball. That means like 86 to 87% are those three sports. Um, women's rowing is on the bottom. Hot seat to the brands. Get on women's rowing. What I do want to bring up, too <laughs> – Pivot, is, pivot. Is, <laughs> <laughs> no comments. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, what I do want to bring up, barstool athletics. That was a huge trend. For I think like, it was oh, a flop. These guys are massive frauds. Want to hear something hilarious? So I played club baseball. I was a D1 athlete at the club. And, and natty champion. Natty champs, yeah. maybe. <laughs> maybe a little bit of an asterisk, but I yeah. still got a police escort. Through our yeah, down. Mickey Mouse ring. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, my ass. <laughs> um, so I had, I had this buddy. All-time glue guy, pretty good baseball player, Josh Doyle. All-time glue guy. All-time glue That's a guy. good phrase. Yeah. So he, Everybody needs one. Yeah. Everybody needs We actually, Teddy Falkenberg. Shout him 55. out. 55. Shout out Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> Number 55. Couldn't, couldn't have won it without him? All-time glue. Actually, all-time glue. Josh Doyle, I'd say secondary glue. <laughs> Supplementary yeah. glue yeah. guy, but still <laughs> yeah. essential. You, you need him. Every, every prime glue guy needs a, needs a Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so, this, so this kid... 
He wore number 69. He was that kid. He was that kid on the team. He wore number 69. He has this unreal mullet. He has a nice little stash going. He just has that whole look about him. Oh, is, is he club baseball guy? He's club baseball. That's what I'm saying. He was, yeah. he, was on, he was on our team. So there's a great picture of him after we won the championship last spring of like one of his buddies like pouring a beer in his mouth, whatever. And it's just like number 69, mullet, beer in mouth. And he was like, I want to get this on the Barstool Athletic page. So he filled out that form that like Portnoy sent out and they're posting everybody. And he just did it as a troll. He ended up getting sent all this free merch. He has all the Barstool Athletics merch. And all he had to do was just put it in his bio. They didn't look or anything. He, they didn't look. He was just like, I play club baseball at UMass. And they sent him all the merch along with all these other D1 athletes. You know what the funny thing is, is that um, technically, like, you can't receive anything from Barstool because they're a gambling company. Oh. Like, technically, they're not allowed to do any of that. I'm sure their legal team came in the office one day, and they're like, guys, let's nix this one in the bud quick before we get a class action suit <laughs> by, like, every university much, there's ever been. How much money do you think they lost? Because they gave merch. Like, if they're just dishing out merch to UMass club baseball players, there's I be- thousands of people who were on that Instagram. I bet oh, they yeah. threw out... Half a mil of merch. I was gonna say that. Yeah, he just made that back on the Packers yesterday. Dave Portnoy made. Yeah, it. he's a lunatic. He's crazy. I can't watch videos of like Dave Portnoy, Portnoy, or people like Dave Portnoy and gambling because it's just like it's not real. You know, mm-hmm. like gambling is gambling. You want to, you want to, you want them to be in the it's, trenches. It's only gambling if you don't have the money. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, if you are a millionaire, like sure, ten grand's a lot of money to us. Not to mention not to too, like the leverage that you have if you have that much money is just like unreal. I was listening to um, a pod, and it's not really necessarily gambling, but I guess like investing is somewhat gambling. And I was, uh, it was some like, I want to say Korean guy. Um, who like made like legitimately like billions on crypto or whatever. And apparently like the way he was investing, people like us could not do like strictly because like if you, um, if you are somebody in that position with a lot of money, if you go to like a private equity place or if you go to like um, some brokerage, like they will make investment vehicles for you no, specific exactly. to what you want to do that like you yourself could just never do. As long as they can get a fat commission on it, they will let you do any trade yeah. that you want. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was like, I, I wish I knew the trade because I you know I'm, I guess I'm famous for just not doing my homework on this pod, just bring up things I vaguely remember. But I know he like hundred xed his money doing stuff no one could ever do it's like a true money printer just because he had millions already and apparently like i think the way they described it is like it was unlikely for those investments to have paid off in the first place but like he essentially parlayed it his like money like eight times basically like and walked off with this investment vehicle nobody ever could have but um before i guess you you comment going back to the packers so for the first time since 2011 i believe the packers are offering new shares I mean, I don't think the pie was three hundred bucks. I think the Packers shares were three hundred bucks. Um, but yeah, <laughs> another, 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 another flop in our prep. But let me, I guess, pull this up this time for sure. But basically, what's happened is um, for the first time since two thousand eleven, the club is offering three hundred thousand shares at three hundred dollars each um, for the to the public, right? So it's the sixth time one in team history. That's like the big thing about Green Bay. It's technically publicly owned. Fraud watch. Bullshit. Would you guys buy shares of uh, of the Green Bay Packers? Like if I real? 
If you were if you were like a lifer in Green Bay, Green Bay is Green Bay like it's in Wisconsin. Is it Green Bay like it's Golden State or is the place literally called Green Bay? Green no, Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's a ridiculous no. name for a town. I think. Is it? No, I think I don't know. I thought it was a real place. That's a ridiculous name for you a know, town. You know, I saw uh, over uh, cast picture of Madison, Wisconsin. Looks beautiful. Madison, Wisconsin. Madison is dope. Well, beautiful. Madison, normal name for a town. Green Bay, dude. That's like Golden State. Kinda, actually, it's as long as same mold, color, color, right, generic. Uh, yeah. If you were a Green Bay lifer, you love the Packers, and this comes up, are you are you buying it just to do it? I think it's the same thing as buying an NFT and saying you have it just to say you have it. Thoughts, Jakey? I mean, I, I'd buy it. I'd, yeah. buy it. I'd even honestly just as like a, I hate the Packers, and I'd honestly. You might have sold me on maybe just well, losing three hundred bucks. Well, 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 here, well, well, hear Either me out here. Bring it to the van so, <laughs> give it to the Packers. So they call it common stock, which is you know anybody could buy common stock or whatever, quote unquote. But the Packers share that you buy does not come with the same rights traditionally associated with regular stock, common or preferred. You don't get any equity interest. It doesn't pay any dividends. You can't trade it, which means you can't even sell it. Um, it has no protection under securities laws. Um, it also confers no season ticket purchasing privileges. Um, so shareholders receive nothing more than voting rights, which I imagine is like a minority of like the real voting rights. So they probably get like a collective seat, I imagine, maybe two. Um, an invitation, you get an invitation to the corporation's annual meeting. And you have an opportunity to purchase exclusive shareholder-only merch, but you can't resell them except back to the team Dude. for the fraction of the original price. They, sorry, finish. No, no, that, that that's it. They have some audacity, <laughs> making you buy the stock, and then you have the opportunity to buy some of our exclusive merch. If you're gonna just give it to them, no, I uh, yeah, make it, at least give them some inherent. It's, Brighter privilege. That's why you read the terms and conditions. When That's kind of genius, though, honestly, kind of genius by the Packers. Dude, you know how people, yeah. people are walking around Green Bay right now. I'm a part owner of the Green Bay Packers. Well, yeah, you know what it does. It makes them more likely to go to games. I imagine more likely to buy merch. It's just like it's like uh, I once bought a, a golden ticket to a club called the Faithful Black Man's Association. I bought it for like twenty bucks. It's a golden card. You and still I, have it? It's somewhere, and it just lets me say I'm a faithful black man. You know, they're right. And but what did I get out of that? I want to buy a card. To, <laughs> I, I, I want to buy something to the to the normal noble Jewish men. There's got to be one. You should start one. You should start one and just give start yeah, giving cards start out. Making some cash. Yeah. <laughs> you have you, um, this card gives you no rights. You cannot sell it. <laughs> but um, basically, long story short, the Packers are basically soliciting donations from their fans. But now that we're we're on the topic of football. Um, I guess that's the main meat of the pod, uh, so to speak, although we, we've had some great banter. Um, All right, let's talk football, huh? Because the Patriots are good, and the rest uh, of the NFL sucks. Allegedly. They're pretty good. They put up 40, a 45 ball on the Cleveland Tell River Fires. We're going to run through the AFC, and we're going to talk fraud watch. All right. right. Jake, what do you think? Fraud watch, uh, my favorite thing in the world. So are we going just AFC, or are we going we'll go, NFL? I'll rattle off some AFC teams, just because I think... The AFC sucks. Mm -hmm. But let's go um, Ravens. Fraud watch. Hesitant fraud watch, but fraud watch. Some some weeks they look unbelievable. But, I mean, they're on, what, a two-game skid, and they just lost to the Dolphins with Jacoby Brissett starting <laughs> QB. I, I'm Frauds. a little biased. Definitely fraud watch. I 
did have them minus seven and a half, so a little bit biased with my you know hatred right now mm-hmm. towards Ravens. But yes, I would say fraud watch. Wait, before we keep going, Bob, Obed, I need you to look into this camera and say what you said to Sam on the phone earlier about you being owing oh, your bookie two hundred fifty yes, bucks. Yes, yes, and say uh, it loudly. Sixth place last night in the real time contest. Nothing, you know, like to mask the sting of a two hundred fifty dollar. <laughs> Venmo to the bookie this morning than the two dollar and fifty cent Venmo from these uh, fine gentlemen at Real Time. <laughs> Listen, hey, we 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 just we're happy to help you chip away. You know what I mean? Um, just huge. so anybody who's listening, if you have gambling debt or you owe somebody money, you know, we'll help you chip away. Come play Real Time. You know, we'll juice up the pot for you. Five bucks in your pocket, maybe ten, maybe twenty. That's an, that's you know what you could take. You take five bucks on Real Time, eighteen parlay. You're back Bail in out it. That's a real time guarantee. <laughs> but back to it. Um, talk to me about. Talk to me about the Chiefs. I just I don't I wouldn't say they're they're fraud watch. I, I mean, last night I think they took themselves off of fraud watch. Mm. But I I think the only reason is because I feel like a lot of people have sort of accepted the fact that they're not the same team they have been for the past three years. The Chiefs have somehow. Finagled themselves into being underdogs, <laughs> and, but now they're first place in their division. They have played so poorly. Aren't they only like five and three though, yeah, or something like that? Because now the Chargers suck dick. Yeah. The Raiders now suck because obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so and many reasons. okay, and then you have like Denver. Denver surprisingly good though. Sneaky, sneaky Bridgewater, Denver, sneaky Denver, Bridgewater redemption. Denver arc? might sneak into the playoffs, but and then who else is fucking? Good? Tell, tell me about the Titans. I like the Titans this year. Um, I mean, what was it last week? Rams without first week without Derrick Henry smacked him around. Yeah, AP. AP. That, that the, thing, the thing is with the Titans is like you know their offense is good. Even when Derrick Henry goes down, it's they're still gonna have a pretty good offense. But their biggest hole the past couple of years has been that like that defense has been terrible. And the Rams Bad. offense had looked like virtually unstoppable. For the entirety of the regular season, and the Titans mowed them down. <laughs> on the road too. Yeah. Here's my thing, right? And I'm like the biggest. I'm like I'm a hater, right? You, I'm a hater. You'd call me a hater. Oh, und- undoubtedly. Yeah, hater. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had zero expectations for the Patriots coming into this season, and now they've wined me. They've dined me. They've, you know. They're they're turning me into a, a fan again, and, okay. I, and I don't like it. Wow, I don't like well, it at all. They looked, they looked. I thought they looked really good. Yeah, they look fucking fantastic, Sam. Well, we got to. You know what though? I'm gonna sneaky say they're on the watch list for next week. But here's my thing: you've got even if the Patriots aren't actually that good, right? You've got the, there's nobody in the AFC. You've got Chiefs, meh, Titans. What are they? What are Can't they without Derrick Henry? They're really they're, they're playing him. the Pats right. in two weeks. Chargers. Everybody thought they were going to be good. Now they stink. Ravens stink. Pats own the Chargers too. The Pats own the Chargers. The the uh, the Steelers ultimate frauds of all time. Mason Rudolph. And then that really just leaves the Bills. And the Bills, you know, I'm some them on fraud watch. Sometimes right now. they look good. Sometimes they don't. So then you really just have. One legitimate team in the Titans. We'll call it, we'll say two legitimate teams in the in the Bills and the Titans, right? That's fair. And then it's just open season. Here's the thing with the Bills, though, is like you look, their two statement wins. I think I don't know if it was week two or I think it was week three against the Chiefs. 
They smacked the Chiefs, and everyone's like, oh, the Bills are legit. That was before everyone was like, oh, the Chiefs actually aren't really that good. Then they had, just this past week, they blew out the Jets. The Jets, the Jets stink. They lost to the Jags. The Jets stink. They lost to the Jags. They lost to the Steelers week one. I think the Bills and the Pats are going to split. I think they'll split their two games. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And I weirdly think we win in Buffalo and they win in New England. I could see that. We st- stink at home. I think mm. the Patriots, oh, yeah. I think the Pats finish. Okay, granted, they should be 7-3 and three right now. That Dolphins they loss was bullshit. Be, they could they, even be like... The one game that they that they really had no business winning was the Saints game. That game was yep. embarrassing. They could be 9-1, yeah. legitimately. Who? They could. The Pats. Pats, they really oh. could. They lost you that know? OT barn burner to the Cowboys. Yeah. They lost... Off of the folk rainy field goal off the upright against the Bucks, the mm-hmm. game that they outplayed the Bucks like very handily, and then um, the Dolphins one point. Game what do we think about Jones. the Bucks? The you know they they'll figure it out. They're gonna turn it on. I've seen this. I've seen this tale one too many times. Yeah. Like, like, with the Pats every year they'd go out like six and zero. Oh, they'd lose like three to four games in the middle of the season. They close out well. They'll be fine. Bucks, la- Bucks last year, what were they, 7-5, and five, I think? 7-5, seven, 7-4, seven, I don't know, something, something like that. And then they just turned it on. Everyone was like, oh, Brady's done, Brady's washed. Like, like clockwork. But how about, how about Mr. Cam Newton? Talk quickly about Mr. Cam Newton. I'm back. That was funny. I think I um, I'm, I'm really excited for his redemption arc. I think it'll be really fun. I think Sam Darnold, uh, see you later, probably not oh, going to be an NFL play. play. He's never going to start another <laughs> game in his life now. Um, but no, I mean, I think Christian McCaffrey looks visibly happier on his face now. He, uh, you know, he's, he's playing with, I mean, I think Drew Brees, I don't want to say he said it best, but as long as Cam looks more than serviceable, I think he'll have a good seat, a good end of the season. Yeah. I mean, maybe I could see him maybe coming back next year to play for the Panthers. I could see it. You know, I'm sure they're, they're, his jersey sales went up 200%. I mean, the Panthers are sitting there, uh, they, they might, they might make the playoffs. They hold yeah. that last wild card spot right now. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what I want to talk about, too, is uh, Mike White. So just briefly want to touch on Mike White. Young goat. I think it was last week. Uh, actually, it was on Sunday. No. it was Yeah. No, no, no. Last Thursday, I think he said that he should have been an o- first overall pick. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday, he threw four picks. <laughs> I don't Here's- think the Jets have had – I think it's safe to say that Somehow, some way, um, Mark Sanchez is the best quarterback they've had in the 21st century. They never, they, well, they had Brett Favre for one year. They Sanchez might still. Sanchez is one good year in like what 2011. They did make two Mike's, straight AFC yeah, championship yeah, they had games. That little run, and yeah. Then the butt fumble, and then it was over. Yeah, the butt fumbles for Sanchez. And, <laughs> yeah. um, but I saw this one thing: is that um, I think the the Jets need to stop benching uh, Zach Wilson. Because their real future is Mike White, and they they got to protect Mike White. They oh, gotta, and just like put Zach put Wilson Zach back to in pr- to protect uh, Mike White. What if you are? Um, and obviously the formula is not easier, or they would have figured it out. But like, why are they perennially bad? It's gotta. It's whenever it's gotta go to the owner, right? I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, like, I mean GM. Well, so, well, somebody's got to take the blame, surely. They draft them and the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders, obviously, different stories. I mean, just teams like that, they just draft terribly. And then it's like, if you're just bringing in no talent, like, what do you think Pro Day looks like? 
Like when when they're watching a QB, like what are they looking for? Is it arm strength? You know is it I, legs? I, this isn't really about that, but you know, I think the Jets would be doing a lot better if they changed their uniforms. Nobody wants to play in that color. And everything's misleading. They play in New Jersey, not New York, and that's about it. One. Well, I think re- I think they need a reset, and you know, Jets fans deserve better. You know, they're waiting for they're just waiting for for Gary V to buy the team. That's Gary V's life goal. You know, it's honestly it, a sad little story. I I wouldn't be surprised if over the next five to ten years you see a lot more. Um, I don't even want to call them influencers, but I guess that's basically who they are. Like very well known rich people being like, I buy a team. I mean, think about it. Ten years ago, fifteen years ago, these teams were only mostly valued in the hundreds of millions only, right? Like now, I mean, you buy the shittiest team, they're, they're worth well over a billy now. Plus, you don't even go in by yourself. You obviously bring in your buddies. Like LeBron's gonna buy a team, no doubt about it. Like with the uh, was it the Red Sox group or whoever the fuck he's, the Fenway group? Yeah, he's, he's already a like, partial owner of the Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. Really? This is a LeBron pod. I think it's a LeBron pod. <laughs> Ruin my chances. No, I think. I mean, I think LeBron's. I don't, I don't want to be the one to say it, but I think he's done. Um, his between the foot and the groin, I think he's he's not done. He done. Been, he hasn't been playing. No, he's been out for like a week. Um, he's not like done. Done. Obviously, you can't count against him. I'm sure he'll turn it on when he needs to. But it is. It was the rise, and then like the slower rise, and now I think it's going to be a plateau. If not, slight decline. People always say that about LeBron. It's like, ah, he'll turn out when he needs to. Tom Brady, ah, he'll turn out when he needs That's to. That's it. No, they are the same. Like, I just associate them in the same category. It's yeah. Like, they're just, they got the it. Saying, everybody's saying, like, the Lakers are, like, like done. Like, whatever. Like, LeBron, when LeBron comes back, he's going to put up 30-point like, triple-doubles. It's like three facts about sports. LeBron will play well in the playoffs. Tom Brady will make the championship game. And the Raiders will draft poorly. And Nadal yeah. or Federer or Djokovic will be in the finals of whatever tennis match that they're playing. <laughs> Naturally. You know, one more thing before we run out of stuff to talk about. These P- the PSG situation. we got to update the people. Oh, well, what, what's your update? She, they aren't convicting her on any charges. <laughs> and the Me. funniest... Okay, I don't want to laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was a bad situation. It's very serious, and we take it very seriously. But... They are now, again, practicing together. Whoa, that is interesting. Like, imagine I just literally just tried to have you... I tried to break your legs. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> and now we got to practice, and we're still the same position. So it's not like I play offense, you play defense. We never see each other at practice. They're, like, standing... They're, they're both hip midfielders to hip. doing drills when, together. When they're closing practice, they put their arms in the circle together. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Maybe um, I forget. I forget her name at this point. Um, Diallo or something like that. Maybe she did sneaky have money, but it just didn't go to the hitmen. It went to the legal defense, and so maybe she's no longer on fraud watch for poor execution. Maybe she (laughs) thought it out like all along. How How do you even handle that as a coach? I was just about to say that has to be like the coach in me. What would you do? I you know luckily I've never faced two two players beefing. Well, no, I faced two players beefing. How'd you handle it? Like that. Ah, two players beefing, you know, it is what it is. You just have them hash out their differences. You, I'm a big You think that's what this coach guy. did? I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know how, like, coaches that their players are getting paid and they're getting – I don't know how, like, what – how you approach that, you know? That's that's how I think. Because mm-hmm. I play I, – I coach guys, For the love of the game. I coach guys who are just – it's like – like, I coach at the high school level. Right now I'm coaching at the college club level. It's guys who just want to be – they're not getting anything out of it. Like it's my job to to 
give them something out of yeah. They're, they're not there for any. They're they're there because they like the game. They like competing. They want to have fun. They like you. They they like they like me. They like, they like their teammates. Yeah. They like their teammates. You know. When a guy's like that, so you have people who are doing it for a job. That's just like. Now these are like two coworkers beefing. It's like you had like yeah, you gotta get HR is, involved. Yeah, that's true. That's what it, like how do you how do you approach that? Yeah. Do you, do you cut her? Can you cut her? Can you're not gonna get anything? I don't know if you can trade and. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, what would you do though? Let's say okay. You let's, let's make it more. Let's let's like, make it for on the on the college level. Mm-hmm. One of your to two of your 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 athletes. Well, I think. Well, go ahead. They go play ahead. the same position. One of them. Is, is worse than the other. They're losing playing time. And they're out one night together as a team. But one of them says, hey, man, okay, how, okay I'm going to change my whole thing completely. What if you had two teammates and one of them sleeps with the other's girlfriend? I feel like that's kind of comparable. That's, I mean... I, I don't think you... I, I think That's you, tough to get into yeah, as a coach. I was going to say, it's I don't like, think you can get into it. I think you maybe grab them aside... And you're like, you shouldn't have done that, buddy. That stuff doesn't fly uh, on the team. It won't fly in the workplace. You won't make many friends doing that in the future. Mistakes happen, um, and you can't take it back. But uh, they still got to be teammates. It is. It is tough too to like, because obviously, like, you have this woman who hired a hitman. Like, you, you can. That's justifiable. It was like, hitmen. Two men, not two just men. one. Two. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say the easy answer is she probably should be released. Yes. Oh yeah. That's the easy answer, I'm but it seems there must the be team. some. There has to be some. Yeah. yeah. Obligations. Yeah. <laughs> when a guy like me, the, I the could coach, also, the I coach, could, go ahead. I could also be misinformed. No, yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe she's we very well. <laughs> but no, I imagine the coach like sprinted to HR and he's like, "Well, we got to get her off the team, right?" And they're like, "We can't do that." <laughs> yeah. That is a night. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare for the woman, the poor like star. No, that's who we actually should be worried about. I mean. She, like, who's to say this slap on the wrist won't encourage another attack? Like, she did nothing wrong besides, like, be better at the who sport. Next? Who next? Who, who next? <laughs> Is it wrong to be better, more athletic than other people now? If, if you're hurting their playing time in their pockets, surely. Fuck. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, in, in the case of the, the two teammates, I think the... The infidelity is a more of a personal issue than like a assault, but I mean, <laughs> definitely, yeah. Uh, it, that that's even one that like, you know, I, I don't think is obviously hiring a hitman. That's justifiable for release. Yeah. Um, I don't think like so like your your scenario. Some guy sleeps with his teammate's girlfriend. You, I I feel like I couldn't cut someone because I couldn't kick him off the team. I couldn't kick him off the team unless, like... Especially, let's say you kicked him off the team. Yeah. You lose five more games than you would have otherwise. It's not... That's the <laughs> thing. My thing is, it isn't always about wins and losses. Mm-hmm. You got it. like... When there's bad turmoil, mm-hmm. you're never gonna... Never gonna... Never gonna win. Never gonna accomplish goals. Never gonna be able to create goals. Mm-hmm. If there's, like, bad turmoil. Guys sleeping with girls. Stuff like that. So... Can't happen. You're kicking guys off, even though you kick. A you have to have a stern off, talking like to that. the whole bunch. You gotta gel it. You gotta try and gel it. But if things aren't gelling, then like. I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that that exact conversation happens in this country probably ten times a year minimum in locker rooms. I would say. Yeah. What? Wild guess that one teammate is you know messing with another teammate in some personal way, and coach has to address it. It's a tough. We, it is a tough. And I bet some of our listeners have had 
been in a locker room where that scenario's happened. Maybe it's been brushed under the rug, and they've they've seen it at practice. Not everything is all sunshine and rainbows. No, it, it never is. Um, but I, I guess as as we round out, um, some of our uh, I guess we'll, we'll be able to roll off some of our, our topics for another uh, piece, but I guess just quick quick one hitters. First thing that comes in your mind, DJ Khaled uh, came out with a, a wing stop, a wing location, um, hundred locations, three different flavors. Hundred locations? Something like that. Off the that's bat, right. yeah, yeah. He opened crazy. with a hundred locations. I think so. Take some balls. Uh, I think. So. Well, once again, we're the directors of misinformation, <laughs> but I think <laughs> that that is the fact. It's called another wing. Um, Twenty-four bucks for ten. Tenders and fries. Tots. Terrible. Highway robbery, but Terrible. he'll probably do great business. Yeah. He will. Wait, 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 wait. I can't shake this whole hundred locations thing. He didn't even know if one would work and he opened a hundred? I think I think when he does things, he goes big. But I mean I guess since you're you're forcing my hand tell here me, to actually do some nearest, research. Tell me where the nearest one is. Since I, I've been forced now to do some research, let's see. There's there's one in, I mean, I don't, I don't know where the nearest one is. That's not what I'm, I'm looking for necessarily, but 150 locations. Yeah. What the? Yeah. I honestly, I would love, I know it's a, it's a big franchise, franchise. DJ Khaled isn't going to know 90% of the workers at those stores. I would love to work anything that DJ Khaled owned. I think that would be a blast. No. Yeah. You I think, second that. I think um, he's probably got some like weird stuff going on in there. Definitely. In like the another wings, I bet all the music is his music. Well, I think it's um, <laughs> yeah, almost certainly. I think it's a ghost kitchen. Actually, is the way it works. So what I that means I don't know, but I imagine um like a few random places not in the actual restaurant are making the food. Like it's just repackaged. So as, a, as DJ Khaled. So makes. a ghost kitchen, according to Wikipedia, also known as a delivery only restaurant. Virtual kitchen, shadow kitchen, blah, 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 blah. Professional food prep and cooking facility set up for the preparation of delivery-only meals. And That's and why he has 150 this, locations. Because I want Uber to lose lots of money. And I don't know if you know this, Jake. If you haven't had dinner yet, do it. But Uber is now uh, offering like a Black Friday thing where if, you have, if you've never ordered Uber Eats, you get free 25 bucks. So... I'm going to do that tonight. No, but Fraud should. Watch, Noah and I got two burritos earlier... Thinking, surely two burritos, twenty five bucks, ended up being fifty bucks. Wow! Before the discount, can you imagine? Wow! Terrible. So we so we still played damn near thirty bucks. Sure, just gone into the into the restaurant. I made our own damn thing. Um, all right, as we close out, um, it's, well, I guess the the last big thing, the NBA got new balls, but I guess we we could probably talk about that later. Yeah, we can we can save that one. Yeah, we'll save that one. That one's juicy. Anyways, is that a wrap, fellas? Yeah, so thank we want to just Jake thank for Jake for, for a great give us pod. A, give us a rating on, on, that, on that love sack. Love sack? I'm going to go 8.7. Okay. It's good. It's good. All right. Could use a little bit more lumbar. Yeah. Oh, try it with this. Oh. Try it with this. Uh, wow. Oh, that's going to be good. Now, that's now a guess. That's, ten, ten. Ten. that's a guess. Right. Oh, man. I should have had this all the time. Oh, right. man. This that's the guessy. Right. This oh man! Wow! And wow! You just hear the you hear the camera die. That's yeah, funny. That's great. <laughs> but all right, oh, good stuff. Great, guys. good stuff. Emergency pod, <laughs> or, or or just inserted into the previous one. Yeah. That's up to that's up to intern up Ethan. To Ethan. But um, Jake, you got something to tell us about other Jake? Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, you know, fraud watch. 
on the uh, toss him on there. Here. Jake Gyllenhaal. Where is it a hot topic? At this podcast. Oh, oh, fraud, fraud watch. Fraud okay, but 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 Jake, but Jake Gyllenhaal also a hot topic right Nobody now. Nobody is deeper on fraud watch. Really? What did he right do? Now. So are you, uh, I'm a Taylor Swift guy. I got no shame in it. My other Swifty men out there. Shout out salute, them. Salute. Salute. <laughs> New album, right? So, so, uh, way back, Taylor Swift released her album, Red. Unreal album. You know, you have a that's a That's a classic, that's yeah. A classic, classic. Not that I know any of the songs, it, but I know it's her big that one. Like, is that like T-Swift circa I think that was like, that's like her, it was a little, it was like early 2010s. Okay. Um, but she now, like, she didn't have the rights to her music, so she re-released that album. Good for her. Yep. I think that's actually hilarious. Reclaimed um, her music. Not that I find it hilarious, but... The music industry in general on super fraud watch when they make those what artists sign those deals where they own oh nothing. It's absurd. Um, and yeah, so Taylor Swift she reclaimed that whole album, uh, released like I think like eight or nine new songs. Listen to it, beautiful album. Um, one of her most well known songs, all too, <laughs> all too well. Taylor Swift putting you guys in the mood. Uh, <laughs> all too well. She released a ten minute version of it. Is ten that the- minutes. Yes. Is she yes. singing the whole time? There's got to be some Sing. like just just got just there's got to be some guitar pod, solos in there, right? Take just take. Dude, a I don't know if any songs do guitar solos anymore. Dude, ten minutes is a long song. The it's, longest song so I know so is good. American Pie, and that's, that's no, a long song. Beauty, that's Through beauty. the Fire and Flames, what Dragon Force. That? You never heard of that song? No. Oh man, that song is legendary. <laughs> that's on Guitar Hero. It's like one of the hardest. But anyways, songs. What, what did Jake Gyllenhaal do? So all too well. 10-minute version, she released a short film with this 10-minute version. Essentially, the song is about her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal. Back when Taylor Swift was 20, Jake Gyllenhaal was 29. Um, they dated for a few months. Um, dated publicly for a few months. You never really know how long those celebrity relationships are like going. Could have been a lot longer. But it was a few months. Um, you know, She was still a young girl. I guess Jake Gyllenhaal was a real asshole. Wow. Um, you know, just sort of like manipulated her, you know, broke a ton of promises, broke young Taylor's heart. Um, you know, he's one of, one of a few. But inspired broke, great music. Inspired incredible music. So social media, Twitter, especially Taylor Swift, Twitter, Taylor Swift, TikTok is buzzing. But how, Jake Gyllenhaal. how did it come out that it was about him? They were like publicly. Oh, around that time. Around that time. Oh, okay. oh so people are um, just like, oh, and, detectives. Yeah. So, and you got to like this short film. Um, I think it was Sadie Sink from uh, Stranger Things, the little redhead girl, mm. and Dylan O'Brien. I don't know what he's in. He's, he's a decently well known actor. Um, they played Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal wow. in this mm. short film. Uh, the Dylan O'Brien guy looks like. Very similar to Jake mm. Gyllenhaal. He has the beard and a beanie. It like references a picture of young Taylor and Jake. Oh Gyllenhaal. man, leaving so, crumbs. So yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, if you go on just Taylor Swift TikTok for five minutes, you'll have the entire thing dissected for you. It's actually truly incredible. Um, but Jake Gyllenhaal was a real asshole to to young Taylor Swift. 
Um, Swift fans are, are blowing up on his on his comments on Instagram. What's the know? lesson to all the the young men out there who might who might uh, be Jake Gyllenhaal and their their girlfriends right now? You know, it's not so much the young men; it's the older men. Oh, hot girls! That's the issue here. Hot so, seat, oh, hot seat. Wow. He was making these promises to this this like sweet young girl, mm. this innocent girl. Making prom, he didn't, you know, he never intended to keep. Scumbag. Scumbag. Never watch another goddamn Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Does he make still make movies? That's where you got to separate the art from the artist, right? Great actor. (laughs) I don't even. I don't know what's something Jake Gyllenhaal's been in recently. Isn't he Spider Man kind of? No. No, he wasn't Spider Man. You guys seen Nightcrawler? That's a great one. Um, He's in what that movie? He's in some dark movies. I Mm. prefer. I prefer Ryan Gosling. I mean, who doesn't? Ryan Gosling's the man. But yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Big time fraud watch. He might enter uh, permanent fraud he, watch. He's, he might be there. I, I give give this give a couple more days for more stuff to come out about how much of an asshole he was. Mm. There's two sides to every story, so I don't want to speak. But I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Taylor guy. I'm no, you've Taylor. already picked your side. It's well, okay to I'm it's okay to pick your side. It's okay. We'll, to pick we'll get we'll we'll get Jake Joan Hall on the show. Yeah, let we'll, him speak his speak his yeah. truth. <laughs> um, but I guess quickly, I guess bringing it back to sports. Um, so. MLB Rookie of the Year came out. Uh, let's talk a little bit about him, huh? Yeah, so you had NL Jonathan India, super deserving, electric. Um, Nobody knows who that is. Yeah, he's, he plays what, on the What rest. position he play? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know. I would just say his highlights. That's okay on this Exhibit pod, though. A. That's okay the, on this the pod. MLB is terrible. Oh, they don't... They don't about, uh, about informing people about what... They what don't oh, like no, marketing. yeah. They don't like marketing their, their best players. But the, the guy who won in the AL... The AL... Fraud Watch, he's not on Fraud Watch. He's an incredibly talented player. Plays for the Tampa Bay Rays. Randy Rosarina, the reason it's Fraud Watch is because he has been appearing in the MLB, I think. Might need a fact check here, but I I believe it's since 2018 he's been appearing. Um, He had an incredible postseason run in the Mickey Mouse uh, playoffs last year, the COVID Mm -hmm. 60 game season doesn't count, but he had a ton of games in there, but there's a certain threshold of games that you're allowed to play before you're considered a rookie. And it all has to be in the same season, yes, right? Yes, yes. So he could have played like X amount of games like year after year, um, but he never passed that threshold. So this was his like first full year. This was technically his rookie year. Obviously, the guy's good. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched. No, he's good. Baseball. I mean, he had the he killed us. Um, luckily, you know, we, we won in four. <laughs> the Rays are frauds, but I mean, he's unbelievable electric, but he's been playing for years. Um, but you know, he's the rookie of the year. Uh, I was, I was just saying off camera baseball, man, the, the age age is such a weird concept. Makes no sense. Aaron judge. He is the same age as Mike Trout. He's older than Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper and Mike Trout have been in staples in the MLB. State for years. And well, correct me if I'm wrong. Mr. Trout isn't he considered the goat in some circles? I would I would go as far to say that if you know he's able to stay healthy for a few more years, I know his health's been a little concerned lately. He may go down as like the best baseball player to ever play. I don't think there will ever be another. Mike Trout, and he plays in a small market, and that's unfortunate that a lot of people don't get to see that. But true baseball guys, um, he's 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 good. And what about Bryce Harper? He was a national, he but sucks. now he's elsewhere. He doesn't suck. He's going to win MVP this year. 
He stinks. He, I am, I wasn't a Bryce Harper guy. Um, love Bryce Harper though. This might be our first long baseball segment, so thank you, Jake. Well, I could talk baseball. Well, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Bryce Harper, you know, he gets a bad rap, and honestly, rightfully so. Sometimes he does make himself like a little. It appears that he makes himself a little bit bigger than than the team at times, just because he's a. Oh, presence. he's an eye and team not, guy. He he really isn't. Oh. Um, that's like the the notion of him with the everyone wants you to believe that he's that, but if you actually like take a look at him, the way he acts, like the way he plays, the way his teammates flock towards him and stuff. He's a great teammate. I saw a cool, cool interview. Uh, Jared Carabas, uh, great, great writer, Barstool baseball writer. Um, he actually interviewed him after the Nats won the World Series, right after Bryce Harper left in free agency. The Nats finally got over the hump and won the World Series without Bryce Harper. And everyone's like, oh, Bryce Harper's punching air right now. There's a ton of memes. Everyone's like, oh, Bryce is regretting it. He's, he signed a $300 million contract. But... Um, he, he said it on the interview, and, and a few of his former teammates came out that Bryce Harper was, like, one of the first people to go and, like, congratulate them after they won. Like, he was like, everyone thought I was pissed and stuff. Like he was like, I couldn't be happier. Like, genuinely couldn't be happier for those guys. So, Bryce Harper. Certified good guy. But you know who's not a good guy? Jared Carabas. <laughs> I was biting I my tongue while you were saying that. I got... I hate that guy. <laughs> well, why? I got no problem with his with his writing and his and his media presence. I got a problem with what he stands for. Mm. All right. So the people know me and Sam, you know, we, we do our thing at Fenway. Up in the pavilion, and Jared Carabas, he sits in the same seat every time he's at the game. Mm. It's like right pavilion. I'm gonna have people coming to him now <laughs> when he's at the game. But he sits in the right pavilion in the home play pavilion. It's like section one, whatever. Um and one time, I'm doing my thing, you know, 50-50 raffle, boom, boom, for a good cause. Who um, doesn't like school supplies in little leagues and little kid hospital well, first bills? Of all, he never donates to the 50-50 raffle. But that's aside from the point. Some people never donate to the 50-50 Which fair, raffle, which right? I accept. But you know how every night during the fifth inning, they do like a uh, John Hancock sponsors? Like they, they bring in like a veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hats whole off crowd, to heroes. Hats, mm-hmm. hats off to heroes. I watched Carabas the whole time. He didn't even, not only did he not stand up and clap, he didn't even look up from his phone the entire time. I, you know, I, I don't know how to rebuttal that. <laughs> I know that Carabas's job is to just, you know, tweet things out. Maybe he was working. He's, he's you know, he could have got caught up. You could have caught him on a bad day. Carabas does a lot for the game, you know. He stands for a lot of the good that the Red Sox stands. I think he's a good representation of a Red Sox fan. At least he portrays himself. But, you know, I, I don't I, I obviously, that's tough. I hate when I yell at, I'm, I'm the drunk asshole. Well, not, I, I can't really say it's an asshole move. But I'm the drunk guy at the games who, when someone's not standing and taking their caps off for, uh, for the hats off to heroes, I'm yelling at them. I'm definitely yelling, <laughs> at, yelling at all the random strangers around me who aren't standing up. So, but, um, tough bit on Kravis's end. You know, uh, Along along another route, we were talking earlier about the MLB. Um, you had mentioned, I guess, off the camera how uh, prior to social media kind of blowing up, they had started some subscription service to uh, you know get people exclusive content about the league. Um, and I just want you to talk a little bit more about that, but also about the maybe lack of storylines in that league. Yeah, I think, I mean, the lack of storylines and like MLB's lack of presence on social media and like media in general kind of go hand in hand. Um, 
definitely. Like, we were, we you think it's on purpose, like deliberate? I don't think it's deliberate. No, I just think it's just how it is. I think it's just a lack of caring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Manfred, the commissioner, also stinks. Mm-hmm. Rob Manfred is the worst commissioner in sports. Um, commissioner power rankings, he is below Goodell. Uh, yeah, he stinks. Um, but, you know, they're not very prevalent on social media. Real fans, like, like fans who buy into a team, like I personally, I watch dozens, borderline close to 100 Red Sox games a year. Like, that's, like, what I do in my free time is, like, oh, Sox are on, I'm watching the game. Um, or I'll, like, make sure, like, I have the game either streamed on my laptop or I have Nesson on the TV when the Sox are playing. Um, I go to a bunch of games. Um, you know, and, like, fans that, like, buy into it early, they're the really only ones who know of the storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball storylines are great, but sometimes... It's, a it's, casual would never know. A casual wouldn't know, whereas, um, you know, NBA, they're so prevalent on social media, they're, they're getting a lot of, like, even during playoff baseball on Sports Center, it's, like, the start of the NBA, and, like, they're getting, like, equal talks. Yeah. People are getting equal, maybe even, like, leaning more towards NBA. And it's, like, more people, more casuals are going to know, oh, this is happening in the NBA. Oh, this is happening. Because not a lot of people are, like, diving into teams. Um, It's just you're going to know watching TV. You're going to know scrolling through social media. You're going to know flicking on, like, a primetime game for a little bit and watching. Um, So that's where the MLB is, I think, lacking, is they don't have that that same – um, they don't have the same fire in their bellies to really get those stories out, you know? They, they, um, what happened was they took uh, America's pastime a, li- a little too... Uh, it went to their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's no longer America's, America's pastime, guys. And I, I do not think... Ba- like, there's this like, thing that like, baseball is dead. There is still... I mean, the ratings this year went up. Um, I think like baseball has just the most genuine fans... Like you look, you look at the there, people love baseball. There's 81, 81 home Red Sox games. There, it's like a rarity to see. I mean, obviously, there's the makeup rain games. There's like the seven inning. Double this year, out. they're a little thin. They were a little thin. Not COVID, 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 yeah, COVID, yeah, COVID, 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 COVID. Look the Delta. COVID though. Look pre-COVID. No, yeah, yeah. You you, re- you rarely ever saw a like Fenway not packed, mm-hmm. um, and that's even that's like buying. $60, bleacher seats, and they're still selling out. Yeah. So, baseball's baseball's back. I think this postseason was great. It got a ton of ton of viewership. Um, and I think now, like, there was that weird limbo phase where baseball wasn't really accepting, like, these, like, young guys expressing themselves, like, bat flipping, like, talking shit, um, like strutting off the mound, stuff like that. Like there was a certain like prim and proper way to play the game where it was like you had got a lot of guys who believed that and you also had these like great young talented players expressing themselves a lot. And now that baseball seemed to like adopt that more, I think it's definitely increased viewership, increased like the fun of the game cuz it's I mean you just want to go out there and watch some I'm fun. A baseball nut. And so it's easy for me to watch a game, but like a casual sports fan, it's tough. To I want to see a guy moonwalk to home plate <laughs> after hitting a true dinger. They still yeah. got to speed it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. You can't. It's, that's the game, though. No, it's the game. It's here's, the game. here's my gripe with, with baseball. And this is more of a gripe with the Tampa Bay Rays, is that baseball is like objectively probably the most like, like these are our rules. We're going to stick by them. It's like why they won't speed up with play. It's like, oh, no. It's like this is how it's played. But yet... 
They got they're letting people hit off the, the ceiling at in Tampa Bay and it's in play. It makes no sense. Well, they're, they're, Making they're, up rules when it's convenient. They're moving to Montreal. They're moving, I think they're half and half. Half yeah, and half, which that. is just, I think, a slow transition into fully relocating. Um, that stadium's two hours away from Tampa. Is it actually? Yeah. No, it's Jesus. not even close. That's why. Like, they're good. They're a good, good team. I always thought just nobody really cared about Tampa Bay sports, and that's why they couldn't pack that place. No, Tampa Bay's the spot now. Between the Lightning, the Rays, the Bucks. Why wouldn't you want to be a Tampa yeah. Bay fan? This might be the sneaky best fan base you could be right now. Probably, yeah. Yeah. A lot of bandwagons. Yeah. Bandwagons, though. Happens. A lot of people down in Florida aren't there's, from Florida. There's not of a, there's, yeah, I was going to say, there's not a lot of uh, native Tampa Bayers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you are, you know, it's kind of weird. All right. Well, um, I think I think we're finally... Wrap it up? Yeah, then we're finally wrapped up for good this time. I think I'm going to go use that uh, Uber Eats code. You should. Yeah. You hell should. yeah. Yeah.